This is Adam Holst. Thanks for tuning into this episode of my podcast where I'm going to be giving you a preview of week 11 of the NFL season. In particular, I'm going to be breaking down five of the key matchups in this week. I will go through those games, review the teams a little bit, then give my predictions and some betting angles on those five matchups as well. But first, real quickly before we get into that, I do want to give my rundown of my top 10 power rankings again. In this episode, I'm not really going to be breaking down those power rankings much. I really just want to run through it from 1 to 10, just kind of list it off. So here we go with that. At number 1, we have the Steelers, 2, Chiefs, 3, Packers, 4, Saints, 5, Bucks, 6, Ravens, 7, Bills, 8, Dolphins, 9, Cardinals, and 10, Rams. Those are my current top 10 power rankings after 10 weeks of the NFL regular season and heading into week 11. And in those five matchups that I'm going to be breaking down for week 11, six out of the top 10 teams are included in those five matchups. And then the other four teams in those matchups are right on the outside looking in. If I were to make a top 15, those four teams would probably be right there in that top 15. So these five matchups in week 11, I think are very huge matchups. They're going to have big playoffs implications later down the line. Two of them are very big division games as well. So with all that being said, let's get right into those five matchups now. We are going to start with the Thursday night game. Very good Thursday night game coming up this week between Seattle Seahawks and Arizona Cardinals. The game will be played in Seattle. And I'm going to start with the Seahawks. I mean, this is a team right now that is really trending in the wrong direction. They're kind of free-falling downward right now. They've lost three of the last four games that they've played with losses to the Rams, to the Cardinals, and to the Bills. This will be a chance for them to avenge that loss against the Cardinals a few weeks ago, and a win that they're going to really need this week. Not too long ago, I had the Seahawks all the way at the top of my power rankings, and now they're not even inside the top 10 anymore with the way they've lost these three games. I mean, most notably, Russell Wilson just does not look like himself right now. He was playing like the clear-cut MVP. MVP for the first part of this season and then over this last stretch now he looks like anything but he's all of a sudden turning the ball over a lot he's not getting it to DK Metcalf anymore he's not making those spectacular plays that he was making at the beginning of the year I'm not exactly sure what's going on with Russell right now turnovers usually aren't a big problem for him they are right now I do expect that at some point Russell is going to find a way to turn this around and figure it out and get back on track and get back to playing as good as he normally plays. But right now, he's definitely been struggling. And this Seahawk team really, really depends on Russell to be great. They don't do a whole lot else very well. Sure, they can run the ball, but their running backs have been banged up a little bit. Their defense has been really, really bad this year. They don't get much of a pass rush at all. Their pass defense is one of the worst pass defenses of all time statistically. So they do have a lot to overcome overcome and usually they're okay because they rely on Russell Wilson to overcome all that but right now that he's not on his A 
game, this Seahawks team looks like a mess right now. But with all of that being said, they do still sit at 6-3 and three on the season, so they're really not in bad shape right now. They are tied with the Arizona Cardinals right now, as well as the LA Rams in a three-way tie at the top of the NFC West division. So obviously, this is a very, very huge game for them against this division rival, a division rival that, as I said before, already beat them a couple weeks ago. So they don't want to go 0-2 against the Cardinals. They try to even that series in this one and gain a game and a little bit of breathing room on them in this division for the time being. But that's not going to be easy playing against a guy like Kyler Murray and these Arizona Cardinals. Kyler is playing like an MVP candidate right now, unlike Russell Wilson, who was the favorite for the beginning part of this year. He doesn't look like anything like an MVP right now. Kyler Murray does. He is one of the most dynamic players in the game right now. He is an excellent runner and then just as good of a passer as he is a runner. So Kyler Murray playing at the top of his game right now. He's probably top five right now in the MVP discussion. And unlike Russ and the Seahawks, who have lost three out of four, the Cardinals have won three out of four. Beating the Seahawks, they beat the Jets, and then they beat last week the Bills on that insane Hail Mary at the end of the game. I couldn't believe that. I really thought that the Bills won that game. I think everybody thought that the Bills won that game, but Kyler bombed it out to DeAndre Hopkins. He caught a Hail Mary at the end of the game to steal a victory away from Buffalo in that one. And then their one loss in the last four was that loss to the Dolphins, which they played a good game there, but the Dolphins outlasted them by a field goal in that one. So again, the Cardinals have definitely been trending in the right direction. Everything kind of seems to be clicking for them right now. The Seahawks, it's been quite the opposite. Everything seems to be going in the wrong direction for them. Kyler for the Cardinals is playing great. Russ for the Seahawks is struggling. But this is a Thursday night game. It's on primetime. It's in Seattle. And I am going to give the edge to the Seahawks here. I think Russell is going to figure it out. I think being on national TV in primetime at home is a spot that Russell does very well in. I think he's going to be highly motivated to get back on track here. And I trust that Russell Wilson is going to do that. I am taking the Seattle Seahawks to win this game. And then that will be our first betting angle play. It sits at minus three right now. So we like Seattle giving three at home against the Cardinals. Okay, so now let's move on to the Sunday slate. We're going to start with a big game at one o'clock. And that is a game in Baltimore with the Ravens against the Tennessee Titans. These are two teams right now that have a lot of question marks around them. Two teams that look like they were going to very comfortably make the playoffs this year. And right now they're very borderline. The Tennessee Titans actually currently as it stands would be left out of the playoffs right now. While the Baltimore Ravens are holding on to that last spot in the AFC at the seven seed. Before the year started, everybody thought the Ravens were almost a guaranteed lock to make it into the playoffs. They still might, but they are not heading in the right direction at the current moment. And then the Titans, of course, made the AFC championship and they're on the outside looking in. So this is a very important game here for both these teams trying to get their seasons headed back in the right direction. And I personally think that the problem with both of these teams is kind of a dimensional issue. The Ravens are excellent at running the ball with Lamar Jackson, with all their backs that they have in that backfield. But when they get into situations where they have to pass the ball, they have been really bad in those situations. They've also been very bad in playing from behind. It seems like in this offense of Lamar Jackson, they're very built to get a lead and hold the lead. But when the other team gets out ahead, like the Patriots did on Sunday night, the 
Ravens really struggle to come back and pass themselves back into the game in a lot of those situations. Another problem that the Ravens have had has been against the top tier teams in the NFL. We thought that maybe they figured that part out when a couple weeks ago they won a big game against the Colts, but then they come back on a big Sunday night spot against the Patriots with the whole world watching, and they lose to a Patriot team that had really, really been struggling lately and really allowed the Patriots to save their season in that game. So besides all the talent on this Ravens team, they're really struggling to get things done right now. They sit at 6-3, and three, as do the Titans. The Titans' problem is also a dimension thing in my opinion they rely so much on Derrick Henry to be dominant when he's dominant that whole offense works Ryan Tannehill is great off of the play action things open up when Henry is running hard but if teams kind of contain Henry and keep him under control this offense seems to really struggle to get things going and then this defense is not a great defense it's not a bad defense it's middle of the road but they're not a defense that's going to really carry them either so they're very dependent on Henry to be dominant and the times that he hasn't been dominant are the times that these Titans have struggled so again these are two struggling teams here two teams that need a win very very badly the Ravens currently hold the seven seed in the AFC the Titans are just on the outside looking in huge game for playoff implications the game is in Baltimore and I am going to take the Ravens to get back on track in this one they would be avenging a loss to the Titans that they suffered last year in the playoffs. I think they will be motivated to do that. I do like the Ravens to win this game. The line currently sits at six and a half right now. It's going to be a no play for me. I do think the Ravens win, but that's kind of a lot of points to give to the Titans. So I'm going to pass on the betting line, but take the Ravens to win this one. Moving on now to the later slate of games on Sunday. We have the Green Bay Packers traveling to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. The Colts currently sit at 6-3 atop of the AFC South, while the Packers sit at 7-2 atop the NFC North. Okay, so I'll start with the Colts, who are coming off of a very big win. They beat the Titans in Tennessee this last week to take over the top spot in that division and leave the Titans on the outside looking in when it comes to the playoff picture. Much needed win for the Colts. They got it done. Look, the thing with the Colts, this defense is very, very good. Very solid defense. They're great against the run. They're good against the pass as well. And then on offense, they have arguably the best offensive line in all of football. That's kind of the personality of this team is winning in the trenches and bullying other teams, which I think is going to work in their advantage against a team like Green Bay, who has not traditionally performed that well in those types of situations over the last couple of years. And then the Colts use multiple running backs. They use multiple tight ends and quarterback Phillip Rivers kind of spreads it around evenly there. I think Rivers is the biggest liability of this Colts team. If it wasn't for the fact that Rivers is their quarterback, I think that the Colts would be a legit Super Bowl contender. I'm not a believer at all in Phillip Rivers, especially at this age. Even in his prime, he always seemed to lose the really big games and really big spots. I think he's even worse now that he's getting up there in age. Again, he's not a quarterback that I ever trust, and he's the one thing that I think is holding back 
this Colts team from being a really, really legit contender. But we will see if Rivers can get it done in this one against the Packers. He did get it done in the big game last week. He will have to be even better if he's going to beat a team like Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers playing as good as anybody in the NFL. He's right there in the top two or three discussion for MVP at this moment. 26 touchdowns, only three interceptions. He's playing some of the best football of his career this season. And this Packers team, when fully healthy, I think is one of the most complete teams in the NFL. Of course, they have Rodgers at quarterback when he can hook up with his favorite receiver, Devontae Adams. That's probably the most dangerous quarterback wide receiver combination in all of football right now. When Devontae plays, this is a whole different team. He's a threat on every single play, whether he's singled or doubled. Rodgers looks his way all the time. And then when running back Aaron Jones can get going too, this is a very dynamic offense. They don't have to fully just rely on Rodgers because Aaron Jones is an extremely capable running back as well. So very strong, well-balanced offense. The defense is good enough. They're not a great defense, but they're definitely not bad at all. I think this is a very good, well-rounded team. And I think that they are going to go into Indianapolis and they are going to beat the Colts. I did say before that stylistically, the way that the Colts play has kind of been an issue for the Packers and the way that they play, which was on full demonstration last year in the NFC Championship game when the 49ers really just bullied them and pushed them around. That is the strategy that the Colts use to win their games, try to overpower you, bully you. I think the Packers are going to come through on this one. The biggest reason I like the Packers is this quarterback matchup. I mean, Rodgers is 100 times better than Rivers. Rodgers being one of the best starting quarterbacks in the league. Rivers being a liability for this Colts team. If the Packers start putting up some points and the Colts are forced to throw it, Rivers is many times an interception waiting to happen. I think he will throw one or two in this game. I think Rodgers will play a clean game, and I think that Green Bay will come out of Indianapolis with the win. The line sits at two and a half right now with the Colts actually being favored, so we definitely like the Packers here. We'll take the two and a half or even take the money line. The money line's plus 115. That has some good value there. So Packers over Colts in this one. Okay, so now let's move on to a very interesting Sunday night matchup. It's an AFC West battle in Las Vegas with the Raiders taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. I will start with the Chiefs and look, there's nothing bad to say about the Chiefs right now. The Chiefs are arguably the best team in football. They're the defending Super Bowl champs. They are the favorites to win a Super Bowl again and rightfully so. Patrick Mahomes is probably the front runner for MVP now that Russell Wilson has fallen off and is struggling a little bit. The Chiefs sit at 8 and 1 on the season, and interestingly, that one loss has come against the team that they will get their rematch with on Sunday night and that is the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are very quietly having a very, very strong season. They currently sit at 6-3. and three. They are currently the top wild card seed at the moment, so if the season ended today, they would be the five seed in the playoffs, and they're a team that I don't think is getting enough credit to how good they've been to this point. I mentioned before that they did give the Chiefs their one loss of the season. Their defense really, really stepped up in that game, especially in the second half, but the thing with the Raiders is that their biggest strength, which is running the ball, has been the one weakness of this Kansas City Chiefs team in stopping the run. So I expect the Raiders to feed Jacobs early and often in this game. They're going to give Jacobs as much as he can handle in terms of workload. That is going to be their strategy and their key. If Jacobs can really have a big game, 
then it is possible that the Raiders beat these Chiefs once again. And look, everybody is counting the Chiefs as already winning the AFC West, which I think they are going to win the AFC West. But when you look at these two teams right now, the Chiefs sit at 8-1, and one, the Raiders sit at 6-3. and three. So let's say that the Raiders pull the upset again over the Chiefs. That would move the Raiders up to 7-3 and three and the Chiefs to 8-2. and two. And the Raiders would only be one game behind the Chiefs. And if they win this one, it would mean that they beat them both times in the season. So would definitely own the tiebreaker there. So just an interesting scenario. The game is going to be in Las Vegas this time. And as I said, the big question here is going to be, can the Raiders control the clock? Can they run the ball? Can they pound it and get moving with Josh Jacobs? And then are they going to be able to slow down the super high-powered offense with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? I think that this is an interesting matchup. I think that the Raiders are capable of winning this game, but I do think that the Chiefs are going to get their revenge here. If the Chiefs do win this game, which I think they will, they would pretty much lock up that spot in the playoffs with winning the AFC West and put them in good shape to still possibly steal that one seed away from the Steelers. This is the last chance, I think, for the Raiders to make this an interesting division race. I think that this game could be close, but ultimately, I do think that Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to get their revenge here. This line currently sits at six and a half right now. On the road, I don't want to lay six and a half with the Chiefs, especially to a team that they've already lost to. So it's going to be a pass from me on a betting standpoint. But something you could look at for this game is that total. It currently sits at 57 right now. I think that this is going to be a higher scoring game than that. I think it could get into the 60s. So that would be my angle on this game. Maybe go over 57 points in this Chiefs Raiders game. But I am picking the Chiefs to win. Okay, now let's get to the fifth and final game that I want to preview in week 11. And that is Monday Night Football between the Bucks and the Rams. The game will be in Tampa. The Bucks currently sit at 7-3 while the Rams sit at 6-3. Both of these teams are currently in my top 10 power rankings, so two very good teams out from the NFC. And this matchup is going to be very important down the road in terms of wild card contention or just playoff seeding in general. This is a game that both of these teams want to have, a game that both teams would like to make a big statement in. Both of these teams are very well balanced. They have strong offenses to go along with strong defenses. Tom Brady for the Bucks still has a shot to make a late run and possibly steal the MVP this year. I'd say he's right around top five in terms of the MVP voting at the moment, so he's still in that race. While for the Rams on defense, Aaron Donald may be the favorite right now to win Defensive Player of the Year. And then the Rams, of course, also have Jalen Ramsey on defense, who's having a great season at corner. It's going to be fun to watch him match up with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, and all of those weapons that the Bucks have on offense. If I had to guess, I would think that Jalen Ramsey's probably going to follow Mike Evans around for most of the game, and that will be a really fun physical matchup to watch between those two if they are really going at it all game. So those would be a couple of the key player matchups for me. You'd get to see Ramsey versus Mike Evans. You get to see Aaron Donald 
Darnold against Tom Brady. We'll see who can get the edge in those two matchups. And then from a team standpoint, I think the biggest thing to look at here is going to be the Rams rushing offense against the Bucks rushing defense. The Rams are one of the better teams in the league at running the ball. They average just about 135 rushing yards a game, so that is pretty good. While the Bucks are one of the best run-stopping defenses in the league, allowing less than 80 yards a game on the ground. So that's going to be a key there. Can the Rams get that rushing attack going? They like to run the ball often. They like to work off of the play action then with Jared Goff. They have multiple guys who run the ball, and then they allow Goff to get off the play action to get to his two tight ends, to get to guys like Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Everything on the offense goes through the running game for the Rams. So we'll see if this very good Rams rushing attack can get anything going against one of the best run defenses in the Bucks. So those are just a couple of the interesting key matchups to keep an eye on for this one. When it comes to a prediction, I am going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to get it done here at home. I think that Tom Brady and company really want to avenge their loss last time they were on primetime where they got absolutely steamrolled by the Saints with the whole world watching. That was the worst performance of the season by the Bucs. They get another shot here in primetime again, this time on Monday night. I think they're going to be very motivated to come out strong in this one and not have such an ugly performance like they did against the Saints. I think they're going to roll here. Give me Brady and the Bucks to win this one. The line currently sits at minus three. We'll take that. Buccaneers minus three over the Rams. And okay, with that, that just about does it for this week with everything we want to get to. We gave you my power rankings heading into week 11. A little bit of a week 11 preview with covering the five key matchups as well as our predictions and betting angles on those matchups. Thanks again for tuning into this episode. I hope you join me again next week for another episode. This has been Adam Hulse. Thanks for listening.